0: I am Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist with your daily relationship nugget. Today I continue with reading excerpts from the book Boundaries and Dating by Dr. Cloud and Dr. Townsend. These are great clinical psychologists and marriage and family therapists who have written this wonderful book called Boundaries in Dating. I'm going to read excerpts from Chapter 4, entitled, Dating Won't Cure a Lonely Heart. Listen. Just call him and tell him that it's over. I said to Marcia, that's Dr. Cloud, I had listened to her for months now about her relationship with Scott and how she could not stand some of his hurtful patterns, and I was getting both concerned and tired of her denial of the kind of person that he really was. I began to push her. So she decided to do it. She called him and broke it off. As expected, he went crazy and showed up at the door, begging for her not to go through with it. There were all sorts of promises to change, and the usual things that people in denial say when threatened with the loss of love. But she held the ground, at least for a day. Two days later, Marsha called and cancelled her next appointment. I called her back and found out the truth. She had gone back to Scott and was ashamed to tell me. I told her to come in anyway so we could talk about it. As Marsha talked, I felt for her. She described the depression and the aloneness that she went into when she broke it off and held her ground. She felt as if she were in a black hole that she could not see out of, and she felt completely hopeless. It was really a dangerous state. No one who knew Marcia would have suspected her inner agony. She was a strong person in the business world, a committed Christian, and a ministry leader in her church. Everyone loved her, and no one would have thought that she would put up with someone like Scott or that she would be so devastated by breaking up with such a jerk. But the breakup had left her so sad that she could barely function. As we worked on her feelings, we found that there was a very deep part of her that felt very much alone and unloved, and breaking up with Scott was bringing out a deep aloneness that normally she did not experience. And, as we began to look at her history, she avoided experiencing the internal aloneness by dating men. Each time she would end one relationship, there would be another one, even though they would not be men that she would want to be with on a long-term basis. She just could not stand to be alone. And so, her fear of being alone kept her from having boundaries with bad relationships. She would rather give in to a bad relationship than have no relationship at all. This is a key point about boundaries and dating. If you do any of the following, then you might be giving up boundaries because of fear of being alone. The first point, Dr. Townsend writes, putting up with behavior that is disrespectful. The second point, giving in to things that are not in accord with your values. Another point, setting for less than you know you really desire or need. Another point, staying in a relationship that you know has passed its deadline. Another point, going back into a relationship that you should be over. Another point, getting into a relationship that you know is not going anywhere. Another point, smothering the person you are dating with excessive needs or control. And surely there are other signs as well, Dr. Townsend writes. But the point is, your dating is ruled by your internal isolation rather than by your God, goals, values, and spiritual commitments. Your aloneness makes you get involved in relationships that you know are not going to last. It also keeps you from being alone long enough to grow into a person who does not have to be in a relationship in order to be happy. There is a very important rule in dating that is this. To be happy in a relationship and to pick the kind of relationship that is going to be the kind you desire, you must be able to be happy without one, without having a relationship. If you must be dating or married in order to be happy, you are dependent, and you will never be happy with whatever person you find. The dependency will keep you from being selective enough to find a kind of person who will be good for you, or will keep you from being able to fully realize a relationship with a healthy person. If you are afraid of aloneness and abandonment, You cannot use the love of people who are truly there until you deal with your own fears. So, aloneness must be cured first, and this is a good boundary for dating. Here is the boundary. In order to cure your fear of being alone, you need to put a boundary around your wish for a relationship. Cure that fear first, and then find a relationship. How do you cure your aloneness with a dating relationship? First, strengthen your relationship with God. Make Him your first priority so that you are not trying to get God's need met by a relationship with a person. Second, strengthen your relationship with safe, healthy Christians. Make sure that you are not trying to get your people needs met by dating relationship or by God. Yes, you need God, but you also need people. Dating is an adult relationship meant for mature, intact adults to engage in. And mature adults will always have a good support system that meets their needs for human contact. In addition, mature adults are able to take their needs to others for healing. If you try to have a romantic relationship meet your needs for healing, it is not going to work. You need a support system to ground you so that you can make choices out of strength, not weaknesses or dependency. Marshall was choosing men out of her weakness and thus could never find the kind of man she wanted. If you have your knees met outside of dating, then you can choose out of strength. This has been your daily relationship nugget. I am Barrington Brennan, keeping a smile on your heart.